It's Raylan. Hello, hello. Welcome to week 17, episode 17 of Honolulu Millennial. If you started out on MySpace and ever asked someone to make you a banner, you may have contributed to the passion of who are now web designers. Like Mrs. Frances Paahana, she started out making banners for people on MySpace, designing her own profile, and now she's designing websites building brands for her own clients. She is her own girl boss of Holly Made Designs launched in September 2020 after leaving her full-time job. If you love to listen to the courageous stories of how passionate individuals leave security behind to fulfill what they've always wanted, this is it. Frances shares how she's come to the decision of leaving her job, launching her business, and how she's continuously getting better at investing in herself. Also, the YWCA's Grow My Business program has come up a couple of times on the podcast, and I'm starting to feel the universe is telling me something. But right now, it's telling me to introduce the always inspiring Mrs. Frances Paahana. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Your audio sounds so good. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Are you using a regular mic or something? No, I actually have like this, this mic, this blue okay. Yeti mic. Yeah. It sounds really great. Like I've never heard such a great sound from Zoom. <laughs> Thank you. I absolutely love your your works. Is this your workspace? It is. It's our spare bedroom in our um, townhome. So we kind of turned it into a little office. Because I, I started doing like crafting things with Cricut last year and kind of started like a small business on the side. Yes. Well, I'm still working for um, Cross-Eyed, you know, the church that I used to work for. And so one side of this room is a mess. I don't want to show you a little bit. <laughs> it has all the cricket stuff, but this side is where like I do all my calls, you know, work on my website and all that stuff. Okay, awesome. I because I absolutely love the shelf. I love the shelf and I love all the plants that are on it and the you know the little reminders and just like all of the pots of color behind you. You. yes so I have to know how to encourage myself especially if I'm like working from home so I have to make yeah like, I want to work here you know so right. creating that boundary of um making sure I'm not too comfortable in a way and creating a space for like work mm -hmm. and all that jazz. yeah well I I know that having a set space for you is super helpful because like even this office too was like a kind of a, a quarantine project because this used to be like an extra bedroom like there are two extra bedrooms and then they, they've just both turned into places where we just either played video games or we worked or just didn't spend time in the bedroom because I'm trying to keep like the bedroom space as just the space where you like go to sleep and you rest and you don't do anything that you really do throughout the day so having a space is super important also putting on clothes yeah, just changing out of your clothes makes the biggest difference when you're working from home. I know, but there's just some days where you wake up and it's like, man, I just need to like be comfortable today. Yes. You know? like, yes. 
So I agree. Hopefully. Yes. Where are you? Are you? Do you do you live in Waipahu or Pearl City? No, uh, we're in Eva. Oh, oh, nice. So is it warm there too, or is it also raining? Um, today it's kind of cold. Um, it's not raining, but there's like it's drizzling here and there, but it's not constant. Is it raining heavy where you are? It's like living in Pearl City because I live right up Pearl Side. Oh, girl. Yeah. Then rain yeah it's all it's always raining and living here compared to being in Nanakuli it's like a 100% difference because it's always dry there yeah 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 it's like Africa here all the time people are like is it raining or something I'm like girl no send me some of that rain share your wealth (laughs) right yes yes and it's and it's because plus two I love going to sleep when it rains because of all of that like white noise and it's a lot more cooler and yeah you know see yeah. but it might be bad for me because I'll be sleeping all the time forever. I definitely have bought a lot more like sweatpants and like sweatshirts just Bike to like <laughs> just yeah. to be comfortable like in them and just wear them at home I'm actually wearing one right now Girl, <laughs> this is all that people need to see, right? <laughs> I'm also wearing sweatpants, so. <laughs> there you go. The tips and tricks, the things that people didn't know. <laughs> okay, okay. So I absolutely love that you started your own business. So I know you left your full-time job and to pursue this full-time. So for mm-hmm. all of the podcast land, tell us what your business is, what you offer, and why the name Holly Made Design Company? Sure. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Frances, and I am a brand and web designer for Holly Made Design and Company. Um, so I actually had this idea four years ago, like on his um, story, I used to work at Waipahu High School as like a um, part-time teacher, part-time multimedia person in a way for the whole school and my boss was like hey have you ever thought about teaching I'm like um I can give it a try you know because they were going to send me to get my certification and all that jazz right and um so I tried and I hated it and I was like I hate all these data team meetings it didn't make sense especially in art because you would argue about the same questions or tests but we all had different art mediums and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You're doing um, ceramics. I'm doing like photo video yearbook and we're arguing about the same thing, but different things. You know what I'm saying? So I was praying one day at the computer lab because I had to watch a computer lab. And I'm like, God, there has to be more than this. Like, you know, yeah. there has to be more than this. Like, I'm so frustrated. Like, I don't like what I'm doing right now. And I don't think that I'm called to go uh, get my certification for teaching you know, and then so right there and then I kid you not, he gives me an idea to be a um, social media person for like public schools, right? Yeah. "Hmm, Okay, like, am I going crazy? Or is that just a thought? Or like, is that for real? And then the next person that walks in the lab is my is our IT for the campus, right? 
and I was like, hey, I have this idea. Like, I literally just got it right now and you're the first person I'm about to tell. And I'm like, oh, what if like, um, I created a business for um, public schools for like social media and maybe websites. She's like, that's a, that's a great idea. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, okay, okay, okay. So actually this was five years ago, 2016, yes. And then um, what happened after that was like, I just told a few people I trusted. Um, I left the school. Um, I didn't go into business yet, but I tried to apply for other jobs, right? And I applied to like 10 jobs, I think, and I got no response except for one that said, I'm so sorry, we have filled the position. I'm like, okay. So I started volunteering at church. And then after they saw my consistency and like things that I could bring to the table, they're like, hey, like, you want to work here part time for now? I'm like, sure. You know, and then I started looking for other jobs and I got offered a full time job somewhere else and I told this church and they're like oh what if you just work here full-time and I'm like uh <laughs> let me think about it so um and I felt called to work there and then full-time so it started in 2016 and I did their um app uh, helped oversee their um website redesign because they had the same site for 10 years and it wasn't you know um relatable anymore um so I oversaw that and oversaw the, some social media accounts um became a part of the rebrand. I don't, I'm not sure you've seen it, you know, it used to be of great. Course. Yes. Yes. But now it's ProSide Church with all the um, newest vector looking thing and colors <laughs> and relatable colors and all that. But then I told my boss too, that like, I didn't feel called to be there for a, for a long time. A long time, you know, because they tried to offer me other positions. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say yes. And then dig out. Like that's yeah. not me. And I don't feel good about that. So I prayed about it. And then um, in the middle of pandemic, he's like, Fran, like, you know, you're supposed to be, call- you're supposed to call, uh, be called to do your own business. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, start praying about it. Give me a date. I'm like, what do you mean we're in the middle of pandemic? <laughs> I'm like, no, but you know what? He challenged me to really think about it, you know? And I was getting too comfortable, right? Like, okay, it's pandemic. Like I need comfort and security. But of course, when you have faith, when you're walking with mm-hmm. Christ, he doesn't want you to feel comfortable. He wants you to trust him. So I talked to my husband and I told him about the situation and we just felt called for me to leave. Like even in the midst of a pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, fully trusting God and seeing what he has for us. And the name Hala made started with our own DIY cricket business that I was talking about to you earlier. You know, that started in March of 2020 and he got me a cricket for my birthday. I wanted a cricket because I love making stuff, right? Yes, I love and it. I created a sticker that said anti-social social distancing club, right? With the whole street brand play on, um, you know, anti-social club. And I just posted it and I'm like, hey, if you guys want a um, sticker, like, would you be interested? Like five bucks for a sticker. And people are like, yeah. And then all of a sudden I start getting orders and I start making it into shirts. And I'm like, oh my God, we're making money. You know what I'm saying? And then so um, the whole name Hala Made wasn't my idea. I had like a whole different idea, you know, but my husband and I, um, we were just doing research one day and I was looking up for um, the original name that I had. I think it was called Shop Life and Home. I don't know. <laughs> it's not even that original. Shop Life and Home. And I'm like, oh my God, they already have a website. They already have mm-hmm. an IG. And then he was like, what about like Holland Made? And I'm like, Holland Made, because it is made from home, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then we were talking about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, we could expand it into other things like Holland made food, Holland made grinds, yes. Holland made construction. I don't know, girl, you know, <laughs> but we're like, we were just playing with that uh, name and I'm like, it's true. It's like homemade, but it's, it doesn't mean it's like less quality. It's still good quality. So I told him like, I wanted to keep that name for our, for my new business, right? Which mm-hmm. is and branding because it's still homemade. Yes. And, you know, and I also want to share our culture with the rest of the world, you know? So when they come to my website, I share a little bit about that, that Holly means home or house in Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. And that's how the whole thing came to be pretty much. <laughs> I know that was a little long. I'm sorry. No, but- no, no. I love it. I love it. I do want to point out that being a teacher, I believe is, is a lot of work. It's hard work. It's definitely commitment. And the only time that I've ever experienced it was for a summer for like two weeks, I think, where it was like, it it was algebra camp, basically. So we taught like the elementary school kids, like all of these different like algebra things to prepare them for like the seventh grade, what they'll learn, right? And it's, it's definitely hard work. So I... I didn't even know that you were teaching or had had taught at public schools. So that is amazing. And shout out to all the public school teachers because they do really work really hard. And a lot of it is like coming out of their own pocket too. So kudos to them. That's, and yes. All the teachers, especially now this year. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And all, okay, the rebranding of ProSide, Grace Bible to ProSide is fantastic. So kudos to you also, Francis, for being part of that process. Everything looks so well done. Like every time that I've gone to service, like getting like the pamphlet and everything and just seeing all of the social media kind of come to life, it's all very well done. So kudos, girl. It's all, all teamwork, girl. All teamwork. <laughs> I just played a part. I just played a small part. I don't even know. If it's <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And I got to see because we worked with an agency. So mm-hmm. I kind of got to see how that whole thing plays out. And I didn't realize then that I would be um, doing branding for people, right? I'm like, why am I in this, right? But I think in um, a few months down the line for my own business, and I'm like, oh my gosh, people don't really have a brand. They mm-hmm. have a logo, but it's not their whole brand. Mm-hmm. And I was talking, I actually took a YWCA class um, online. It's, a, it's called Grow My Business. And I took it in the midst of a pandemic. Yes. Um, and I talked to Noella. She's uh, one of our professors. Uh, and she was like, Francis, you should think about offering a branding package along your, your with your web design. I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea because people don't got brands. They just have a logo and it's not their whole brand. Mm-hmm. So that's how that came to be. And it's not even out there on my website yet, but I've been promoting it or presenting it to people that have... Um, consulted with me one-on-one for web design and they're like yeah we're interested I'm like perfect you know so trying to test that out but it's been so much fun I love it I love that you're just expanding and I feel like you are literally blossoming from just this beautiful flower and like you have like all of these other flowers kind of just growing around you Aww, all these plant so nice. analogies <laughs> I know 
know. I mean, I would love a real garden, but yeah, I like that too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So the other thing too, is that I knew you went to HPU and you had gotten your degree in, <laughs> you got your degree in um, communications or I think it was integrated multimedia. Correct. So I know as being a Filipino American, we're kind of like expected to be like in the nursing field or in the medical field, be a nurse, be a doctor, be something. Um, so what was it for you that you decided to pursue communications? Because I knew for me, like I actually didn't even know majoring in communications was a thing and doing public relations was a thing. So how did you kind of decide for yourself that you wanted to do that? Um, well, I'm just grateful, first of all, for very supportive parents. And that didn't like kind of push me to go into nursing because everybody else is doing, it, you know, so I'm very grateful mm-hmm. for that. And that's, you know, 100% needed. Otherwise, I'd probably be drawing blood or something right now. But um, <laughs> for me, I think this passion with design started when I was in like intermediate MySpace. You remember yes. that? When we had yes. to code like yes. the marquees, change the colors, yes. and I just loved it. And I would create backgrounds, right, for myself. Right. And people would message me like, Fran, like, can you do mine? You know, like that GIF moving background and everything and they're like can you do my I'm like okay I'll just do it for fun because I just love I just love it that, that's what I was passionate about and then I um kind of got into coding you know html you know bold italics and all that stuff like <laughs> you need some of that to jazz up your myspace um and then I just took classes in intermediate and then to high school and that's what I was just very passionate about you know what I'm saying and I just love seeing how um, I could turn like a photo into something else or like a video into something else. Um, I think for me, when I look at things, I'm always thinking about how can I level this up, right? How can I make something out of this? How can I make it even better for me and for my style and for people to feel inspired or go like, wow, oh my gosh, how did she do that? You know what I'm saying? And as much as I love trends, I think we've seen a little about this in my um my social media trends are yes. hard to keep up with because like you're just gonna keep keeping up keeping up keeping up right and things are moving so fast that it's like okay well what's your style you can still be trendy with your style you know what i'm saying but like don't lose yourself and all that trend like stick with yeah. the stuff and then make mm-hmm. it trendy yourself you know and that's how that's how i decided to go to like hbu because um, I think UH was very particular graphic design, but I wanted to learn about everything, right? I mm-hmm. wanted to learn a bit more about video and journalism and Photoshop and website. And I even actually learned motion graphics. So I know how to do a little bit of After Effects here and there. And I just love it. And I think it's great because eventually I would like to hire people and have people uh-huh. in my team. So knowing the back end makes me appreciate how much work it takes mm-hmm. and how long things take or projects take to be finished or you know get done so yeah I hope that answers your question yes yes so I love that you also mentioned that um part of your feed and like the kinds of content that you're putting out and kind of staying on trends in an earlier episode I talked to Thomas and we kind of talk about how much as a content creator you're consuming content on social media 
So how do you kind of, or how much content are you consuming and how much of that com- content are you creating from mm. or pulling from to put for your own feed? Cause I, I saw your, your Instagram, you mm. like, I love the aesthetics, you know, this, this natural kind of warm vibes. And I, um, you know, you have a lot of like how to's and like tips and tricks. And then you also have like memes on there also. So how much content are you consuming and kind of putting that or considering that for future content? This is kind of dangerous. Like I'm going to be honest with you right now. I think I consume more just to consume, which is not good because that means the hours of scrolling, Uh but I think that I should consume more for research. Right. So some of the things that you see, like, for example, the latest reel that I've done, mm-hmm. um, that's like a viral audio right now. Right. right. And I see people, um, how they're using it. So when I see a content, I'm thinking like, how can I use it for my ideal clients? Mm-hmm. Right. So I turn it into something else that relates to my business or my clients. And that's kind of how, I don't know, like I think about it. You know, so I'm, I consume personally, but I also consume for business, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you have to be re- relatable. So, right. And like I said earlier, trends are, they have like a, like an open window. Yeah. They have a time limit. Yeah. So if you miss that open window, it's like you're too late on the train already. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. That's how I think about it. And always thinking like, how can I? uses for me you know yeah. it's not copying but it's more mm-hmm. like improv right for mm-hmm. your business and for your own clients if that makes sense yeah yeah so how how because I know you kind of like think about it for yourself and like how it works for your business so what do you do to kind of like exercise your creativity like oh do you journal every day do you like make time to paint or take photos of things or what do you do to exercise your creativity? Um, honestly, it's uh, it's hard when you start, what do you call it? Um, monetizing what you love, right? Mm-hmm. So what I do is I create content for myself. So like all my social media stuff, that's for me. So that gives me fine passion, mm-hmm. you know? So I know a lot of times like um, designing brands or website, it kind of gets weird on me. It's like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing this for other people now. But you know mm-hmm. what? Like, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. So what I do is create things for me, you know, because you can't really, um, I mean, you kind of can add your own style to other people's um, brands, but you have to follow, you have to think about their ideal client, right? Mm-hmm. But I, when I'm working for my stuff, it's like, I'm the ideal client too. So I'm just making things and, you know, adding stuff to it. Um, also, I love nature. So I got to get out of the house. Yeah. And that's get inspired too like <laughs> there's no nature here except the trees outside my window yeah um that's how I get inspired like I need to get out you know as much of a like introvert I am like I need my time outside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I love that you mentioned that you have to create things for yourself because mm-hmm. I was actually talking to Jen May and I had coffee earlier last week and I was kind of trying to find like a better way to be more creative and create content. And I think about this now that you mentioned to create things for yourself. She had mentioned also kind of, you know, create things that you like, you know, and I being someone who's always worked for someone being someone who's always like worked in like a, a 
a PR agency where you have different clients and you have to cater the things that you do to different clients, I think, yeah, being like doing things for yourself is really important because not only do you learn about yourself, but you learn about the things that you like and you be able to kind of do things for yourself rather than for other people. So yeah, I, I love that the content that you're creating is, is, I love that you mentioned that, that it's all for yourself. Yeah. And you know what the thing is, it gives you freedom. Like you can do whatever you want, you know, you don't have to worry about what the client will think because you're, you're the client (laughs) to your own. And you know what I'm saying? So just being free, seeing how much you can push yourself with that design or whatever medium it is, right? Like just gives me so much freedom and inspiration back to, you know, to the work that I have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Okay. Okay. So I know. (laughs) Okay. So I love, I I know I mentioned this earlier, but I just, I love that when people leave their day jobs, um, because it's something that, you know, it's familiar to them and it's something that they can expect and leaving that day job to pursue something that they're passionate about is super inspiring to me. So everything that you're saying inspires me. And so I know for some people, it's scary to kind of leave that day job and to just jump full time into the things that they love. So what did, what did you do personally to have to kind of prepare for yourself to take this on full time? Like what were the things that you were scared of that you kind of like had to like overcome or kind of go with it, I guess. Let me tell you this, I'm still scared, yeah. but you know, I have to show up and do it anyway because I feel called to it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in the beginning, I had to make sure my husband was mm-hmm. with me, right? I, I needed his full support because I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. If he told me no, then I wouldn't do it we need to be one and we need to be in the same team and you know that matters for us before all of this and um we'll have some savings you know have a little savings for you and maybe like for three or six months I feel like that's a good range um but my biggest I think hurdle was my mindset you know and I think that if you don't have a strong mindset you can easily quit my first month of business, I had nothing crickets. I'm like, and I was like, God, am I doing the right thing or do we do the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. And right, like at the one month mark, I get an email from a lady all the way from California. She's like, Hey, I found your website and I was wondering if you could help me with my website. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, okay. So we start talking and then I was like, I'm just curious, how did you find me? She's like, um, I found you like on Facebook. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. You know, <laughs> so that was like, you know, my first sign of hope, like, okay, I am in the right place. I just have to be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the, the other thing about um, doing your own thing is you have no security financially, right? So you gotta let go of that already. Security is gone out the door right when you leave, you know? And I feel like, what you have is your passion and your mind and just your gut, like just follow that. And it doesn't happen overnight, right? I think a lot of times we see things on social media. It's like, oh my gosh, you're so successful, but you don't know their story. You mm-hmm. don't know how they got there. Yes. And sometimes I'm like only a few months in and I hear myself saying like, oh my God, like this is so hard. I want to quit already. But it's like, mm-hmm. 
Like, do you even have in Latte here? Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? And you can easily think like that, or you can easily apply for a job, right? Mm -hmm. But if you really feel called to do this entrepreneurship, you know, like out of the norm, then stick with it for a while because what people say is consistency is what will get you there. Yes. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter how you show up, like you can show up like unprepared or whatever. No one will ever be prepared. Let me tell you that now, like there is no way that you can be 100% prepared because you're learning every single day. And also I had to think about our seasons, right? Like we don't yes. have right now, we're newly married. We don't have um, a commitment to a mortgage. So we thought about all these things. It's like, if we're going to do this, we have to do this now. And at least later down the road, we can say, we tried it all. We did it and it didn't, mm -hmm. work, it didn't work out. And that's what's giving me hope and encouragement to keep going. You know, at least you can say, I'm like, okay, Lord, like we tried what we were supposed to do. And we gave it our best. And I think that's all you can do sometimes. And I was reading um, my devotions, right, um, this morning. And the the topic was we're just take it one day at a time you know I think a lot of times especially as women when we like think ahead so far ahead we get overwhelmed and then we get anxious and then we get mm -hmm. depressed right but just think about things one day at a time like worry about today you know what do you have to get done and all of that so entrepreneurship is like um I've read somewhere it's a, a marathon not a sprint you know and yes. I used to think like nine to five was, you know, crazy. But when you're on, you're an entrepreneur, it's like 10 to six or like, you know, like 8 p.m. to 12, you know? So you gotta like go of that nine to five whole thing to you. Mm -hmm. There are some days that you work um, shorter hours and there are some days that you just work longer hours and you just kind of have to figure that out. But really, if I could tell you anything right now, it's your mindset that's gonna keep you going. I love it. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, Francis. Okay. And you, girl, you can do it, girl. Let me get like a local on you. You can do it. Um, you're like, you know, you have space right now. You have a place, you have a home, right? And just if this is a time in the season and it feels right, then I would say go and I'll be treating you on. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, I'm definitely looking forward to more of all of your social media content, kind of just telling me to get off my ass and just do it. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, so I love that you also mentioned time. So I know, yes, there are some long hours and there's some short hours and there's like all of this time in between. And um especially like with your mindset how do you kind of how do you how are you able to balance all of the things that you're doing so being able to make sure you have content for social media being able to kind of make time to I'm not sure if you are like pitching anyone to you know for business or how do you like maintain clients and make sure you have time for design a website and also make time for yourself like I know that you know every morning you do your devotions so what not every morning okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. how do you make time for yourself with everything yeah. else going on um I think in the beginning I used to book calls from Monday to Friday 
and that got a little bit overwhelming. So I changed it to Tuesday to Thursday. So on Mondays and Fridays, I can do admin things or um, learn like a new course or be better at my skills. So I do those on Mondays and Fridays. And then Tuesday to Thursdays, I'm doing design work. So right after this, I'm gonna be finishing up a Squarespace website for a client. Um, so that's kind of how I balance it. And I, I, you had to remember that I work from home, right? So I have to be like a wife too mm-hmm. and all of that. So I think I had to respect the boundary um, of not bringing work into like our bedroom. You know what I'm saying? And as much as I want to, like my brain thinks like crazy at night. Like that's when it's pumping, like all this creativity. Like I had to respect my husband and like our time together and whatnot. But um, on the weekends, I work on Saturdays, not for a full day, but you know, just get some work done. And on Sunday, I try to take the full day off, you know, just not do any work because we need that. Like, and as much as we want to work and get things done, like your soul care is also very important. And I don't want to normalize overworking for my business. I don't want to, you know, because there's always work that can get done. Mm -hmm. We always have stuff to do that, you know, to better our business or serve other people. But I think... uh, it's good to have boundaries in the beginning of your business so you don't burn out for the long run. I like it. So you also mentioned that you do um, courses. So like, what do you do to kind of like better yourself in like your own business? Like, what do you do to, to get better? Invest in other people's businesses, right? Like as you invest in other people, like mm-hmm. people invest in you. So, um, I'm in a class right now. It's um, it's called Instagram Business Academy with L Synergy. Um, it's $1,500 that I chose to invest because I know that these people are experts in um, doing Instagram. And I'm actually not that great right now, like posting content. Like there's better ways that I could do so much more to mm-hmm. um engage with other people or like get more fans and followers and all that stuff. So definitely learning um, because it's not just design. It's also your marketing too. As a business owner, like my product is design, right? But I can't get my ideal clients if I don't have a good marketing strategy, Mm -hmm. you know? So learning all of that Um, in the future, I would like to invest in a Pinterest class and I also want to invest in a business coach. So hopefully, if I have enough money saved up for next year, I would like to jump in into a business coach. I love it. Oh, so exciting. I can't wait for all of the things that you'll be doing, Francis. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this day by day, girl. Day by day. And I'm seeing what's in store, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, my turn. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your podcast. Um, okay, so I think I've kind of sort of fine tuned it along the way. So Honolulu Millennial is a podcast that shares stories of millennials in Hawaii or have lived in Hawaii. Um, yeah, because I love to just talk to people, get to know them and kind of share their story. And I think I will a part of that to uh, from Vina because uh, she 
kind of brought me on as a writer for the magazine that she put on. And so Mm -hmm. I just, I loved being able to go, go meet up with someone, talk to them for a little bit, and then kind of put together this, this write up or this story and be able to share it in kind of this in as a magazine, as part of something as, as like a collection of all these stories within that issue. And so that really inspired me that. And I just, um, I think during the pandemic too, my being able to like talk to people, being able to see people at events and stuff lessened. So I guess I missed people a little bit, but I also have always wanted to do this podcast, as you know, from years ago. And so I kind of exhausted all of my excuses and just did it. Come on. Yeah. Where do you see this going? Like in the future? Like what's your goals for it? That is a very good question. Something that I definitely need to kind of sit down and just really brainstorm all of the things out. Um, But I would definitely love to see this kind of as I really want to build a community around millennials, like our age. And I know um, as we're continuing to kind of grow along in in all of our lives, I think there is something that we can learn from each other. Um, So I just, that's why I'm also on Clubhouse too. It's kind of like attract more people to be able to like come together and talk story about what we're doing, how we're doing it, why we're doing it. And as like an, another way for us to network because I know there is some there there aren't very many opportunities or there aren't um I would say that there are a lot of opportunities but they're kind of like exclusive opportunities like you have to be a member of something or you um there's always like a connection between them so I just kind of like want this to be like as a space yeah. for people to kind of network get to know each other you know share their stories and for now, it's just kind of talking to them one-on-one and sharing their story in episodes like these. Yeah, that's super cool. I did look at your social media, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's a Honolulu millennial. I think it's kind of cool. But what, maybe, can I just share yes. a suggestion or something? Yes. Oh, so please. Have, um, have clips, like sound bites of yes. people interviewed right so that'd yes. be kind of cool and you can turn it into real you know what I'm saying or yes like if you record then you could do like little 10 video clips of something good mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so yes it makes your um content more interactive in a way because Instagram wants you to just stay on their app right so it's like right. People to like stay longer and all of that. Yeah, that and like utilizing all of like edgy TV and live and yeah. reels and all of that stuff. So I've been I've been in a lot of like clubhouse rooms that I you've been in as well, even today too. That they were like saying to utilize TikTok and all that stuff. But that's also why I was talking to Jen May because um she I was telling her like I just. I have so many things like going on in my mind and I think about things sort of like as a process, like in order to do this, I need to do like all of these other things. And I like my biggest thing, and I love that you mentioned this too, is just like your mindset. And I, we were talking about creating content too. It was like creating things that I liked and creating things for me. So my struggle is being able to kind of 
visionize the what I want it to look like but then also kind of like you mentioned like setting boundaries too is like being knowing what you're capable of doing as well as just being able to just put it together you know because I had this idea but then it's like I try to make it so close to the idea that I have that Mm -hmm. I just like hinder myself from even doing it at all because I can't make it in this way that it's it's perfect and one thing that kind of sticks with me is when I used to work at Yelp my boss Emmy she always told me like Raylan you have to have everything so perfect like it doesn't have to be perfect just Mm -hmm. just do it just put it out there and once you do you'll see the things that you need to work on then just build from there so right now a lot of it is just like having to be able to change my mindset so yes thank you I do know that I have to like put some clips together throw them on Instagram and get more engagement so I just have to like I just have to do it yeah, girl, just do it. Just show up there. And hey, like I said, no one is ever fully ready. Like we're all trying to figure this out. I'm so serious. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you don't have to be perfect. Like nobody's perfect. And no one has really figured out the whole algorithm thing. I think everybody just kind of just doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. But what it is, is uh, what I'm learning from, from my classes, you give value, right? What kind of value are you giving and all that stuff? And that's kind of how they went viral. Like, they started with zero accounts in, in the beginning of the pandemic and now they have like, I don't know, 40,000 Yeah, tens of thousands. Wow. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons how I decided to go with them. It's like, if you can turn this thing around in one year, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I could too, if I put in the work, <laughs> you know, and not just like consume, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Learn and I'm not really applying it. So, you know, I got work to do too. Yeah. You know, I'm always trying this like really hard to not consume too much content because I, I notice the time that goes by every time I look down at my phone and I check the time and then 30 minutes later, an hour later, and I'm still laying there looking at my phone. And then sometimes I feel like, oh, like, oh, I just, it, it's so much. And it's like, yeah. oh gosh, I start comparing myself and start thinking about what I have to do. And then it's just like, a lot and then I just kind of lay there still <laughs> Girl, same. Same. but what matters is what you do next right yes you're, you'll awesome. be okay you'll be fine <laughs> um I have another question yes okay so what would be like your total dream job like what would you do okay so my dream job definitely incorporates traveling um it incorporates traveling and I think in some shape or form it's kind of doing the same thing where I talk to people one-on-one and I share their stories in a capacity or I work with them one-on-one in in some capacity and be able to produce something for them um because I think I just have this nature where it's like I what can I do for you you know, mm-hmm. and like, what, what is it that I can do from like my own experiences that I can produce for you? And I think that also kind of transpires into what I do now and my work for in public relations is that I'm always creating something or I'm always writing something for them to better themselves or for their business. So I think 
definitely have to sit down on this one also but I think for me my my dream job is being able to travel and being able to kind of share stories of other people I guess or like what what they're doing and you know yeah. I definitely have to think more about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's good. Um, do you blog yet? <laughs> huh? Yes and no. I have a blog, but it's not up to the point where it's like consistent. It's kind of more like a, a jur- online journal more than it is like content that I would comfortably share with other people people outside of life I don't know no you're good I'm just curious yeah oh, that's good yeah hey you never know like just keep doing what you're doing and yeah just stay consistent right like we yes. all are trying to <laughs> yeah well, that's awesome did you have any other questions for me um no I think I'm I I think I'm good Oh, so how do you, so do you just utilize a lot of, like, do you build websites out of software? Do you just build them, write it? Wait, what do you mean? Like, do you build them out like on, um, like, do you just build them out like in the website? Like, I know you mentioned you, you had like a Squarespace. Oh, okay. you were working on a Squarespace website. So do you work directly in Squarespace or do you? kind of like work outside of it and build it like in Adobe okay, or something and then yeah, I think I get what you're saying now because for WordPress right you have to use HTML and you have um need to use Adobe Dreamweaver yeah you know that yeah. kind of stuff so that's for WordPress templates but I use Squarespace so everything is online and I'm coding within Squarespace but for show it it's totally no code so I just need to have an amazing design and everything. And then, yeah, move it around over there. And so great because coding takes a long time. <laughs> you know, like if you make one error, like that's it. Everyone's Throws everything. everything off. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want to use my time. Like people still love that. And you can make amazing and great websites with WordPress. But I'm like, I'd rather utilize my time designing than coding. Mm-hmm. so that's why um, I decided to go with show it like I use Squarespace mainly for people that has to sell stuff because mm, yeah. show it doesn't really have that capability yet unless you have a Shopify account and then we mm-hmm. can connect it there but that's like double fees you know for people yeah so that's what I do but um my process uh, um, is a little bit about um like answering questions for, um, you know, my client. And I ask them questions that makes them think about their ideal client because your website is not for you or about Mm -hmm. you, but it's about your ideal client, right? So I think that's the hardest part for them because that's that's what delays our whole project. It's those questions. I think there's about like 20 questions that I ask, right? Because I really want them to think about um, their ideal client. That's who we're serving at the end, if you think about it. Um, and then after that, I asked them to create a Pinterest board, thinking about their ideal client again, like the colors that they would like to see or even fonts, right? Or um, 
even fashion, inspirational stuff, quotes, whatever, like would inspire that ideal client. And after that, I um, create a mood board from that Pinterest board and like, okay, I think this is what your client would um, relate to. And I give them two options. Like, okay, which one do you feel like is more you? I mean, your ideal client and what you, we can use for your brand or your website. And then after we do that, if they're working um, on brands with me, then I start designing for their logos, right? Mm -hmm. And there's their color palettes and their um, submarts. And, but if they don't do a brand design with me, then we jump into websites. Then I start doing a wireframe, like a, the skeleton of your website, like what links are under your home. Then after I do that, then I draft like the homepage. So I create two different designs for them. And I ask them, okay, like here are the colors, like which one do you feel like you're um, leaning more towards you, right? Then after they decide that, then I design the rest of their pages. And then they let me know like, okay, I don't really like this. Or if they want to move things around, then we do that kind of stuff. But yeah, then we just launch. So, so it's a whole process behind the scenes. So. Yes, I, I saw that on your website and I absolutely just like fucking love it. Like I just <laughs> love how clean it is. I love how all the information is there. I it's just I don't know, maybe it's like me and like my like however I just see things and how I like intake information. I also think it's also just part of my job too is that having everything in like one place for right. you to just like answer all the questions that you have in your head about whatever it is that your title, your, um, yeah, what your title of your website is, or your, like for us, it's like your news release. So it's like what all the questions I have about this one thing, just like all in one yeah. space. Yeah. I love it. I'm actually doing my own rebrand. Oh, oh, I know. So because initially I launched it for public schools, right? Because I yes. thought that was my whole thing. But I started attracting female entrepreneurs. And I'm like, man, I want to do more with this. You know, mm -hmm. I can make it more relatable. So I'm kind of doing my own little rerun behind the scenes when things get slower. And hopefully, um, eventually in the future, I would like to launch templates. Because I know people can't really afford like a full customize. I also offer oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also working on trying to get templates so people can just grab that and play around with it or they can buy a template and also hire me on the site. So, mm -hmm. so, yeah. I love it. That's so exciting. I'm trying to do it before I make the one year mark, which is in September. You know what I mean? Yes. So. Yes. And I, I absolutely just love like just doing just seeing how the website changes completely from just looking at it as a template. So that's super exciting. Yeah. And I'm doing like a, a slight change on my name because apparently if you have N company at the end of your name for IRS, they think you're a corporation. Oh, uh-huh. I can't be acting like I'm a townhome with a corporation. No, that's not me. <laughs> so I'm like, let's take out the N code. I just for holiday design or something. You know? Okay. It's you're not a corporation yet. Yes. Not yet, girl. That's the word. Not yet. <laughs> I don't myself. No. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. It's happening. I love it. That's exciting. Do you do um, what do you call it? guest blogging? 
What do you mean? So I know that some people will sometimes like will show up in blogs, right? But they're not the owner. They're like a guest blog. So they'll talk about something um, within the pillar of the owner of the website. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's, I have not. That's, that's really good. I should, we so should talk like, offline. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you're kind of, you know, expanding your own exposure at the same mm-hmm. time, but also you're becoming a resource, right? Within the pillar, like if it was like women entrepreneurship or podcasting, mm-hmm. like marketing, you know, you would be under that. So I'm just curious because eventually I want to like expand my blog too and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's also kind of like part of like why I really just have to like sit down and like think about the kind of content that I want to put out. Because I'm also thinking like I should actually, especially looking at your website, I was like, I should probably have a website, you know? Yes, girl, you should. And you know what you could do? You could turn these into blogs. Yes. Yeah. Just being as additional content to put out in like different mediums. I know this one web designer. So she sells templates now, right? And mm-hmm. she's focusing on her podcast. She did like 100, over 100 episodes already. But what she does is she takes her whole podcast, add it into the blog, and then just do a little bit summary so that people will listen to the whole thing. Yes. So, yeah, that'd be kind of cool too. Okay. I'm super <laughs> excited now. I'm like I'm yes. like writing things down also to uh-huh. just kind of like remind myself because the... um. The YWCA, this Grow right. My Business um, program has come up twice on my podcast. One with oh. um, Liberty Peralta from Popoki and Tea. So she had actually done that program, I believe, as well. Okay. Liberty Peralta? Oh, she probably wasn't in my class. Yeah. So, and, and you. So I'm thinking of, I should look at this program. Yeah. You definitely should, girl. Yes. They're good. They're amazing. It's just a lot of information. It almost seems like a fire hydrant, right? Mm-hmm. But I think going back and um, yeah. But you know what? The best thing about it is you get to connect with all these people, like small business owners. So yes. It's amazing. Yes. Oh, I love it. I did learn something new today. I don't know if you heard Philip in our clubhouse. Um, he was talking about YouTube shorts and I looked it up right before our meeting. And I think it's their idea of like TikTok, like YouTube's idea of TikTok. So I think that might be something that we might see more in the future. Oh, he's the, um, Philip is doing the, um, he's doing those, like he's the food content creator. Yeah. Yeah. So, and YouTube makes you searchable, you know, on Google compared to like, you know what I'm course. saying? Of course. Yeah. Like, okay, if I can use this for this, then yeah. So smart. Mm. Okay. Sounds All good. right. Thanks, Francis. Thank Bye, you. Francis. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>